0: Local people, local stories. From KYW News Radio, this is the all local.
2: From the KYW News Radio studios, I'm Matt Leon. Here's what's happening. The 19 year old suspect in the fatal Halloween shooting in Ben Salem has been found dead in Ohio for what police say is a self inflicted gunshot wound. Authorities say his body was discovered last night after a police chase. KYW Suburban Bureau Chief Jim Melwort reports.
1: 14-year-old Peter Romano was shot and killed at Bristol Pike and Woodbine Avenue around 7.30 p.m. on Halloween. Two others were injured. Ben Salem Public Safety Director Bill McVeigh.
0: Getting this call was a surprise on Halloween night. Of all nights, you have hundreds to thousands of children out. And for something like this to play out in a suburban town is an absolute disgrace.
1: McVeigh says detectives have been working around the clock and with help from the public, they identified 19-year-old Sean Hughes from Morrisville as a person of interest. They also got the plate number of the car that fled the scene. That car was spotted by police in Marysville, Ohio. The driver, later identified as Hughes, refused to stop for police, eventually trying to get away on foot. Police say they found him dead from what's described as a self-inflicted gunshot wound.
2: McVeigh says the investigation is ongoing. A janitor at a South Jersey elementary school has been charged with contaminating school food and utensils with bodily fluids. KYW's Mike DiNardo reports.
3: 25-year-old Giovanni Impellizeri of Vineland has been a janitor at the Elizabeth Moore School in Upper Deerfield since 2019. The Cumberland County prosecutor says state police were tipped off on Monday that Impellizeri was seen in videos on the messaging app Telegram in the school wiping bread on his private areas and spitting on bread to be served to students. He also allegedly sprayed bleach into a container of cucumbers that children were to eat and performed sexual acts with objects in the school. He was arrested. Tuesday. Charges against him include child endangerment and aggravated assault. Authorities are working to determine whether the alleged actions happened recently or in the past. Parent Bianca Pierce tells NBC10 that when she heard the news, she felt like she was stabbed in the heart. I covered my mouth and started crying. I had no words. The district says that Impeliziri is on administrative leave and that no other individuals were involved. Mike DiNardo, KYW News Radio,
2: 103.9 FM. FIRE CREWS IN CAMDEN SPENT THE MORNING BATTLING A HOUSE FIRE THAT SPREAD TO SEVERAL HOMES LEAVING ONE FAMILY OUT IN THE COLD. KW's CONNOR BARKON HAS MORE FROM THE SCENE. THIS FIRE SPREAD TO A TOTAL OF FOUR HOMES ON NORTH 26th STREET NEAR SAUNDERS STREET AND CAMDEN COUNTY PUBLIC AFFAIRS DIRECTOR DAN KEESHIN SAYS NO ONE WAS INJURED BUT THERE WAS A FAMILY LIVING IN AT LEAST ONE OF THE AFFECTED HOMES. HE SAYS THE REST ARE BELIEVED TO BE ABANDONED. IT'S NOT CLEAR IF ANYONE WAS SQUATTING INSIDE OF THOSE PROPERTIES WHEN THE FIRE STARTED. One of the homes was completely destroyed in the fire, and crews spent hours spraying neighboring homes with water, sending so much smoke and steam into the air throughout the morning it could be seen from the Ben Franklin Bridge. The Red Cross has met with the family to go over what to do next because they don't know if they'll be able to return home. In Camden, Connor Barkon, KYW News Radio, 103.9 FM. Police took a man into custody in the middle of I-95 in the middle of rush hour this morning. It went down on the southbound side near Girard Avenue, but the highway was closed in both directions for a time around 8.30. Police pulled over someone for driving erratically when they say a guy got out of the car holding a semi-automatic gun. Cops say they ordered him to drop it, but the man refused, pacing around the closed travel lanes, even getting in one of the officers' cars, then standing on the highway holding the gun to his own head. There was an enormous police response, including SWAT and crisis intervention officers. Police eventually were able to convince him to drop the gun. They forced him to drop to his knees on 95, where they put him in handcuffs. He's been taken to the hospital for a mental health evaluation. If you still have SEPTA tokens in your junk drawer, you should know that you can't use them to pay fares starting January 1st. SEPTA says it will no longer accept tokens on New Year's Day. It comes five years after the transit agency discontinued sales of tokens. At that time, 800,000 tokens were dropped into fare boxes each week, says SEPTA spokesman Andrew Bush. That has dwindled over the years, and we're all the way down to about 750 tokens per week. Bush says Septa won't give you cash for your tokens, but you can go to a kiosk to load their value onto a Septa key card. If you're feeling nostalgic for tokens, Bush says Septa's store sells lapel pins and other items made from them. We expect to have, you know, some available for those purposes, but the bulk of these which are, you know, massive amounts, you know, of tokens that we have uh, that have to be disposed of, those will be sold for scrap. SEPTA recently announced it was accepting credit cards and phone apps for fair payments. That's the All Local. I'm Matt Leon. Listen live anytime on the Odyssey app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play KYW News Radio.